So folks, how are you planning to grow your business this summer? Are you puzzled as the methods you've been using are just not getting you the business that it used to? Well, you can listen to today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians to freshen up those marketing methods with tools and practices that are going to be effective in today's post-pandemic market. Let's get hot marketer summer going. Hi, I'm Rod. And I'm Jeff. Today, we're going to talk about this summer, how this summer is prime time to try some fresh marketing ideas. The lockdown is coming to an end, hopefully, and it's created some unique opportunities for business owners. So now that we're looking at, like Rod said, hopefully, prayfully, we're in a post-pandemic world and we know that things are changed. We're all affected in some way by this lockdown that we've been stuck in for such a long time. And we have a new summer in front of us, folks, and customers are going to be a little bit different than they were. So we're going to talk about some opportunities that you can try as marketers, maybe some fresh outreach ideas that we're going to give you that you can try and capitalize on this very unique opportunity to make this summer a hot marketer summer. That's right. We're stealing the term from the hot girls. Hot marketer summer's coming. We're going to help you get there. So, Rod, let's jump right into it. Why is this summer the time for marketers to go out and get our mojo back after being stuck inside for 14 months? Well, uh, we went back into the history books and did a little research and uh, found that after the 1918 influenza pandemic ended, the economy skyrocketed with the celebrations of the roaring 20s. So uh, we are seeing the same post-pandemic spending surge now. The Consumer Price Index, CPI, jumped to 5% in May 2021, the highest it's jumped since the summer of 2008, according to PPL Labs. 73% of consumers have tried new buying strategies since the pandemic hit, according to the MindState Group. So people are looking to live a little more and maybe try some things they haven't uh, before. So, uh, which it creates a great opportunity to market beyond your typical reach. Now, Rod, that 5% jump in the consumer index in May, I'm responsible for two and a half percent of that <laughs> just by myself. I spent a lot of money as soon as we got the green light in Florida and we started hitting up all of the places that, uh, we couldn't go to for the past year and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listen, listeners, and I'm not judging, you know, I went and got vaccinated. We're taking the proper precautions, but man, we got to live our lives. So yep. I'd like to take some responsibility for that jump in spending, but I'm not alone. We're all doing it. I'm nope. sure you did too, Rod. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take it. I'm, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, I started earlier than most people, I think, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to our point, we're, we're all out there. We're, we're spending money. We're trying to get back to life as normal. Yes. So now's a good time. It's a great time to really think about how can I reach people because we are different. So let's talk about some of those assumptions going into this uh, different world of, of, you know, summer 2021, Rod. What are some assumptions that we can make? Maybe not assumptions, but what are some research-backed conclusions that we could come to about what does the post-lockdown consumer look like? What are they looking for? How can we reach them? Sure. So what we found is that the uh, today's consumer is, is entertained by digital content. And uh, they see it almost constantly, right? The, the average time spent on digital forms of media is eight hours per day. Exposure to traditional media forms like TV, radio, newspapers is only 5.5 hours and decreasing on a daily basis. Mm. Yeah. 
Spending on digital advertising has also increased 2.4% uh, in 2020, but the spending has already increased by 17% in 2021, according to WordStream. Jeez, man, uh, that is a lot. But we're spending more time on our devices. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the last time you picked up a newspaper, Rod? Um, <laughs> I think I was a Starbucks before the pandemic, and it was the New York Times. I, I had a headline that I grabbed, yeah. I mean, two years ago, I think. Two years ago. Yeah. I remember like when I, I'm going to, I'm going to date myself really hard here, but like when I was in college in the early 2000s, I'd have my newspaper every day and I read it because that's how I consume the news. Mm. But I haven't touched, I haven't touched a newspaper in, I don't even know, five years maybe because I can get it all on my phone. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to pick up a piece of, you know, a newspaper and most, most, uh, news outlets have made that switch anyways to mm-hmm. going fully digital so we're just following them there same thing with tv and same thing with radio i don't even remember the last time i turned on the radio i get annoyed when i start my car and the radio comes on like get that out of here yeah I'm plugging my phone so i can get to my on-demand content right <laughs> absolutely absolutely so the, the the switch is here folks the question is what are you doing about it so we know that people are on their screens more they're shunning traditional media what else can we draw on to make assumptions about what people are like now that we're coming out of this lockdown run? Well, uh, people want personalized experience. Uh, and 80% of consumers are more likely to make a purchase from a brand that provides them personalized content and experiences, according to Forbes. Uh, so with that drastic increase in exposure to digital contact, content, that there has been an increase in personalization as digital marketing has a unique opportunity to be extremely personal. And consumers are now expecting that personalization, uh, according to the HBR, the Harvard Business Review. Yeah, it makes sense. And you know, just talking from a personal experience, there's a company that recently really hit me pretty good with uh, personalized uh, advertising as an experience and it worked. I was looking for a new notebook because I like to keep a notebook by my desk. I guess I'm old school and I like to write, but I wanted to do a more environmentally responsible option. So I was looking into reusable notebooks and I came across a company called Rocketbook. Have you ever heard of Rocketbook, Brad? Yes, sir. I have one. Oh, you do? Man, do. it's a cool product. Yeah. Well, I got there and right off the bat, bam, they hit me with an ad that says, hey, sign up for our newsletter, 10% off your first purchase. Done. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I sign up for it. They have a lot of options. I didn't make a purchase on that first thing. I start getting emails from them. They offer me an additional 5% if I sign up for the text messaging. What the heck? That's even better. So I sign up for the 5%. So I start getting emails and text messages in a slow trickle, but they made sure to not make them too intrusive. They talked about experiences of other customers. They talked about what types of people are using these products on a regular basis. They talked to the whole reason why I started in the first place. Place, which was the environmental impact about how many pounds of paper you can save every year by going to a reusable notebook. And I don't know if I mentioned that. Basically, how Rocketbook works is you write, and then you can erase what you put right after. Mm-hmm. Um, they even have an option where you can toss it in the microwave and erase all the pages. So uh, a reusable notebook. It's good stuff. But that's a, a great example, I think, of a personalized experience. I ended up buying one. It was great. So I'm all for it, and we know that other consumers feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing about that as a marketer moving into this new world? And this has been coming for a long time. This isn't like, whoa, we're all coming out of, like the vaccines made us wanted more personalized experiences all of a sudden, right? Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. This has been coming for a while, but it's here. So I think the question is, what are you going to do about it, marketers? That's our challenge. So 
we have some ideas for you to get started. We went into the lab. We picked our brains. Rod and I talked about some things that we feel will work based on previous experiences that have worked. So let's talk about some of these outreach ideas that you can try out this summer. Rod, hit me with one fresh outreach idea that marketers could try this summer. Sure. Uh, Incorporate values into your marketing plan. So the social unrest of 2020 had a a lasting impact as consumers are way more concerned with social values uh, than ever before, uh, right? This is according to uh, research by PPL Labs. Uh, The Ernst & Young Future Consumer Index researched 14,500 people uh, in 20 different countries throughout the pandemic and found that consumers are now more than ever making purchase decisions based on these values uh, that they they share with the business, right? So Hmm. number one is affordability, uh, 32%. Uh, living within their means is, the, is is most important, perhaps because of the financial struggle struggle during the pandemic. Health, twenty five percent. Health, safety, and less risk for them and their families. Planet PVC, yes, perfect example, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen that a lot with people that sell plastic products. Like yes, our products are healthy. They're getting rid of these chemicals. BPA That's important free. to people. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Planet Sorry, first. Continue. No, no worries. Planet first is the yeah. next one. Sixteen percent answered. Uh, a minimized impact on the environment. Uh, society first is next. Uh, honesty and transparency that shows teamwork and a desire to do the right thing for the greater good. And lastly, experience first. Live in the moment and try all the things because life is short. And that's so from true. the Harvard Business Review. Yeah. So basically what you're saying, Rod, just so I can bring this back around, companies need to think about embracing values that matter to the consumer more overtly because we're going to make purchases and decisions based on how companies uh, relate to those things. Absolutely. My goodness. I mean, it makes sense. You know, I think about like in my own life, we're trying to use less Coca-Cola products, not only for health reasons, but also environmental reasons. I think Coca-Cola is one of the top three polluters in the world. They're not doing anything about it anytime soon. So the consumer, the market must speak. So I think that's one example. I have values and I I try and make sure that the companies that I support meet those values because I want them to be pushing for a better world just like I want. Do you feel the same, Rod? Yeah, absolutely. I I look for companies that match my values. Yeah, I don't think we're outliers too. I think that is the uh, rule, not the exception to flip that word around. So there you go, folks. Try and think about how you can incorporate more values into your marketing plan. What do you stand for and how can you show that you stand for those things? Great point, Rod. Let's move into our second tip, a fresh outreach idea that marketers could try this summer. Hit me. All right. Uh, Next, increase engagement with and between your customers. So... Customers who feel connected to your company will generate 23% more revenue than customers who don't feel connected because you, you haven't engaged with them, right? Uh, according to ImpactX. Some ways to increase customer engagement are giving and encouraging opportunities for customers to review your service or product, mm-hmm. posting shout outs, spotlighting customers who left good reviews or had great experiences with you, uh, and incentivizing engagements by offering discounts or referrals uh, for referrals or or reviews uh, from previous customers as well. Hmm. Yeah. Good points, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can 
companies do this? Like, what's the avenue? I don't think a blog post would be a great way to do that. A video gets dated real quick. What would you recommend as the vehicle for that? Yeah, I mean, most of this happens on social media, right? So use it to your advantage. Uh, 84% of companies use social media for brand building. 54% of brands have used uh, social media for customer retention, according to WordStream. Mm. So, you know, make things personal by replying to the comments and the direct messages. Super important. Because I've had experiences where I'll direct message a, a company and there's no engagement. No, nobody responds. It takes maybe, maybe they respond, but they'll respond like a, a month or a week later. It's, it's terrible, right? So the, the, make sure that you offer that. If you offer the engagement, you do engage and commit to it. Great points, Rod. So yeah, find ways to be able to increase that engagement. I mean, direct messaging is a great way to do this. We see a lot of companies and startups popping up and offering more direct ways for you to be able to interact. It's not just email anymore. There's different ways to do this. Try and find the way that works best for your company. Yep. Rod, give me another fresh content idea that marketers can try this summer. All right. Uh, the last one is create video content. So even videos that don't seem like advertisements create sales leads and increase awareness. So 54% of consumers say they want to see more videos from brands and businesses that they support, uh, according to Smart Insights. And then 90% of marketers say that videos has directly helped increase their sales leads, uh, also in the same report by Smart Insights. So consumers watch videos to, you know, 22% gather info on brands, products, and services, 25% of them uh, to see reviews and product demos, and 33% to uh, learn new skills, uh, according to Think with Google. Yeah, there's different ways. Yeah, and you have to be making sure that you're creating video content around all three of those reasons. Rod, you've been doing more video content for us as an agency lately. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that experience? Say it again. <laughs> Did it not come through? I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. You can hear me now, though? Yeah. Okay. Rod, you've been doing more video content for our agency lately, and you've seen some success using it. Can you talk to us a little bit about that experience and what you've done? Yeah, I mean, I've created uh, personalized videos, you know, so with people, people I engage. Actually, I have a task to do today. Uh, somebody filled out our contact us form and I'm going to make them a personalized video, uh, right after this call, uh, right after, uh, right after we record this podcast in order to engage with them. And, uh, I find that people, people react to it very well, right? Like, especially when it's personalized and, and it's made for them. Um, they, they like seeing the face that is going to be dealing with their, uh, uh, service and, uh, they really enjoy that it's personalized to them because you took the effort and time to personalize that video for them. So I've, we've seen a lot of, a lot of response, a lot more response in personalized videos than, than, uh, with, with other mediums lately. Yeah, I, I think it's a great way to do it, especially if you're doing a lot of cold outreach. That's a great way to be able to make yourself seem more familiar. I just got an email yesterday. I mean, and it kind of worked. It was a guy who was asking to be able to drop a backlink on one of our articles. And he put a picture of him and his dog in the in the signature line. And it gave me a minute like, oh, that's a cute dog. And it just it gave me a little bit more reason to respond to him, maybe as opposed to just a block of text. It's not video content, but it, it is personalization. And I think that's the goal overall. So, Rod, thank you for these tips. I think these are easy ones that we can at least dip our toe into. And you have to find a way to make it work for the brands that you're pushing. 
Let's bring it back around real quick just to review. What are those three outreach ideas that you're pushing for hot market or summer to get underway? Sure. Uh, the three ideas are think about the values you and your, your target market audience share uh, and incorporate them into your marketing content. Number two, increase customer engagement with spotlights of reviews and uh, bigger and more responsive social media presence. And number three, use videos to your advantage. Consider posting videos that will give your consumers information about your company, expose them to your products, or teach them something new. Amen. Three ways that you can get that groove going this summer in your own cubicle or if you're working at home, make it happen, marketers. But we're not going to let you leave empty-handed. Oh, no. We have some resources that we have available to help you in this regard. Rod, what do we have for our listeners today? Sure. We have our, our content compass template, uh, which allows us to organize our ideas on content and, and also plan our execution around it. Uh, you can also download our free guide titled Five Ways to Ex Effectively Shift Your Marketing Approach During Summertime. Yep, because summer months bring a different sort of feel. And so this guide's going to be helping you be able to figure out how to effectively do that within your department. Or even if you work on your own, how to do that in terms of your productivity scheduling. Rod, these products must cost hundreds of dollars. Do they cost hundreds of dollars for our listeners? No, they're absolutely free. Did you say free? Free. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so walk, don't run to the link that's in your show notes or your description and check out these resources. We make them with love just for you. So we hope this will help you be able to embrace this summer and being able to help companies grow that you are working for. It's our goal as we work with our clients and we want to make you successful, too. Overall, thank you for joining us for another episode of Growth Marketing for Martians. We will see you on the next episode. Keep recording. You want to do the Keep joke? Keep recording? Yeah. Oh, Rod. You want to do the joke? Yeah. Let's, let's trade jokes real quick. Tell me a joke. I'm, I'm going to tell you the joke? Yeah, tell me a joke. What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? What? The people of Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the people of Abu Dhabi do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Now I have to come up with one as well. I just put one in the chat the other day. Did you? I? Where'd you put it? Oh, no. Let me, let me find one real quick. Crap. Where is it? Which chat? I think I put it in Slack. Which... <laughs> In, in the content slack? Uh, no. No. Karen. Oh. I wouldn't. Is it the Karen? I don't think I, I don't think I would have put it in the general one. Uh, who picked the violence? Mm. <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah, that is a good question. I have to ask you. We'll do that one in a sec. Oh. Okay, Rod, I got a joke for you, too. Go. What's an SEO specialist's favorite animal at the zoo? Hmm. What? An inbound lynx. Marker is going to love that one. Oh, yeah. Marker's. All right. Final question, Rod. Go. Would you rather be chased by a lion every morning? Or only eat celery for the rest of your life? 
line. It'll keep me fit. Ooh. I like that you chose the option <laughs> where death is going to be coming for you every morning. <laughs> oh, I love it. Those will be good bloopers we can add in. Yeah. Maybe we'll make that a thing moving forward. All right. Let me hang up and we'll bang out the third one. Whew, man, All right, we're cool. way over. I'm sorry. What's your cutoff? Uh, I have an 11 o'clock. Actually, I, had, I realized that I had another sales meeting, uh, but I couldn't make it to that one, to Lewis's sales meeting. Sorry, man. It's okay. No worries. Let's let's do the last one real quick. Let me hang up yeah. and invite you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. See you in a second. Yeah.